what's up? It's Lisa, and today is Monday, August 24th, episode 27. It's been a couple weeks, and I'm sorry I took a week off, but I've missed you, and I'm ready to get back into this. And I have to tell you before we get started, um, last Friday, I actually made some really awesome new friends over in Ireland, of all places. I guess the magic of social media um, connected us, and we're all podcasters, and they had asked um, me if I wanted to be on their podcast. So I spent the hour with them as a guest on their show, really talking about a lot of different areas of mental health and marijuana use and um, self-medicating. And um, if you haven't heard of their podcast, I highly recommend checking them out. They, uh, the name of their podcast is The Awfully Irish Podcast, and you can find them on Twitter. Um, you can search for them in Apple and Spotify. Um, they've got social media pages, but they talk about a little bit of everything, and they have a new guest on. It's a daily podcast. It's They're just really great people and they get it and it's it's nice to have listen to and have conversations with people like that so if you haven't checked them out the awfully irish podcast check them out they have a link to their podcast on their insta page and their twitter um and they like i said pretty much talk about anything and everything and i got to be their guest last friday talked about a lot of different mental health things. And so if you're interested, take a listen. It's going to be episode 101. Um, And so on today's show, what I want to talk about, I've been kind of promoting this for a little bit on my Instagram page. I want to talk about values and why we need them. And a lot of people that I talk to in private practice when I say, well, what's your value system and what do you believe in or what do you need? I get a lot of blank stares. So it occurred to me it's time to do something, an episode on values and why they're important, what they mean. And, um, you know, I'll tell you why you need them to live really a centered, confident, peaceful life that feels good. I hear a lot of times I want to feel I want to feel like I'm living a life that's centered or in alignment and understanding your values is exactly how to start doing that. So I'm going to tell you how to do that. But first, let's get over to the official what's next question and answer. Hey, what's next? Okay, empty nexters. So on my last episode, I talked about forgiveness and acceptance. And acceptance meaning that you can acknowledge something and drop the need for a different outcome, which empowers you to then move forward on your terms. And I talked about how I had a really hard time personally with the concept of forgiveness. And so I thought the first step to that was acceptance. And I outlined how you can do that and feel pretty good about it, empowering yourself to move forward on your terms. And that was on last episode. So this question has to do with that. And the question is, hi, Lisa. How do you begin to accept what someone did to you if they continue to be in your life and you can't walk away or cut them out of your life to move forward? Which I have to tell you is a really valid question because there are a lot of scenarios in life where somebody wrongs us or hurts us um, and you, it, you can't walk away. You can't give yourself closure and just say, I'm cutting this person out of your life. And so, for example, if you're co-parenting with somebody that you're divorced with, um, or this is a family member that you live with, it's a really great question because you've got to figure out a new normal to interact, especially if you're co-parenting with somebody. And, you know, 
pretty much how to share your life and still work on acceptance and drop this need. Instead of dropping the need for a different outcome, when when people are, and I'm just going to use co-parenting as an example because that's somebody that's going to be in your life, your whole life, at least 18 years we know. And so what I always like to say is drop the need for them to be a different kind of person. And that's a really hard thing to wrap your head around when you feel wronged or hurt, especially if you're raising a child with them or living under the same roof with them. That's really difficult. And so you have to accept the behavior and accept the kind of person that they are and then invest accordingly. And so that means you still give yourself resolve and closure But sometimes it's about accepting who that person is and then making adjustments to your boundaries or making adjustments to your emotional investment in that person. And so I would tell you that maybe that's minimal or maybe that's checking yourself before you react and get really angry about something that they did. Um, Maybe you think, well, they're trying to manipulate me. They're trying to get this reaction out of me. And You know, unfortunately, sometimes that is the case, but that's where you have a responsibility to conduct yourself in a way that feels good and invest accordingly. So I would tell you to kind of take a step back and say, what kind of boundaries am I setting here? What kind of boundaries do I need to set? Because boundaries, remember, say a lot more about you and what you need versus that person or another person's behavior. And then check your emotional investment. Are you investing a lot emotionally getting upset and sad and angry and getting little return and so if you're getting little return on that investment then I would tell you to take some um, hard looks at how much you're investing and then take some accountability and say I've got to stop buying into this I've got to stop investing in this And it's not easy. Boundaries and adjusting your investment are not really easy things, especially when you have to figure out a new normal with somebody. It is possible. And it is possible to walk away, you know, feeling good about how you've conducted yourself and worrying less and investing less in about how they've conducted themselves. So I hope that helps you. If you guys have questions, feedback on the podcast, or you've got some podcast show topics you'd like to throw out there, email me at whatsnextwithlisa at gmail.com. You can also find me on Instagram or Twitter at whatsnextwithlisa. And on my Instagram and Twitter pages, I let you know when new episodes are coming out. Um, I give you some ideas for show topics. And that's, um, you know, I love to hear your feedback. So that's one of my favorite parts of this is getting to hear what you guys think and what your questions are. So don't hesitate to reach out. So let's get into it. Today's episode, episode 27, values. And, um, you know, I would tell you that living a life that feels centered and feels like you're making choices that you feel good about and that you're in alignment, that's what values are for. And when you're feeling off center or all over the map emotionally, you know, the first question I ask my private practice clients is, what's your value system and how are you prioritizing that? And a lot of people just kind of look at me. I get a lot of blank stares about that. And so if that's you, join the club because I think a lot of times our value systems tend to come from what we grew up with or what we think we should do and that's not the best way to create your own value ses- your own value system and so 
What I want to talk about first really quickly is that I want to be clear that as human beings, we tend to make decisions in life from two places. So one is from fear um, or one is from your value system. And ideally, I'd like you making choices and responding to people based on your value system and who you are and what you stand for and then prioritizing that. When you're making decisions based on fear, this is what fear equals to me in a decision-making process. It's avoidance, it's shame, it's anger, it's worried about what other people might think, it's making choices for other people, and that tells me that you don't have a strong value system because you're making a choice based on maybe popular opinion or you're afraid of doing something wrong and so you don't have a lot of confidence in yourself. And what that further equates to is missing out. You know, you're denying yourself the opportunity to grow and learn and love and maybe meet new people or try new things because your fear is keeping you stuck. And a lot of times we don't even realize that those decisions are fear-based. And we think, well, no, I'm making the best decision I can and that's a hard decision. And while sometimes that is the case, you've got to get really honest with yourself and say, are you avoiding something? Are you making a choice because you're afraid of what might happen and you can't handle it? And so, you know, to build on that, when I ask my clients what they want or what they need, a lot of people, like I said, kind of give me the blank stare. But I think the reason is, is because a lot of people have never really stopped to think about it or really commit to one value system. They just seem to have like these general ideas. And, you know, here's why values are important to us. And let me be clear. When I say here's why values are important, I mean values that you cultivate and choose, not just things you think you should do. And so the first one is it really gives you a greater fulfillment because you have a sense of ownership over who you are and how you conduct yourself. The second one is, is that they highlight what you stand for and they represent who you are as an individual. So it's what makes you unique and it gives you something to be proud of and empowers you to say, I've created this person that I'm really proud of. And it helps you navigate the world from a very centered place because rather than reacting to a lot of people or kind of popping off or getting angry, you're able to sit back and confidently respond to people. And that's a big difference. So if you feel yourself really short-tempered or getting angry or not being, you're really indifferent or you're not great at making decisions, I would tell you to take a look at your value system and see if you have one that you feel good about. They also, you know, when you define and honor them, they give you this confident um, sort of calmer demeanor, which translates to confident calmer interactions it's an inner peace and it's it's really a confidence in a pride in who you are and one of the biggest questions that I get asked in private practice once we talk about this is okay so how do I create a value system what do I do and it's a really valid question because like I said a lot of us haven't really stopped to think about it we rely on society or we rely on what our parents taught us or what we think is the right thing. And so we've never actually taken a step back and said, I really need to create this kind of like a roadmap for myself so I know how I want to respond to people um, in difficult situations or in times of adversity or if I'm making a big decision. How do I know who I am so I can respond to that? And the first step is to start to this is I want you to take a journal out if you haven't 
And I want you to kind of write some notes because I think it's really important to be able to go back and reflect on your initial thoughts here. And the first step is to really start to define what is most important to you. What are your priorities? And those have to be, my caveat for that is that can't involve something that society or social media or just media in general tells you you should value. So, you know, the societal standard of beauty or success or Instagram standard of success, that doesn't count here. I want you to really get honest with yourself and say, what is most important to me? What do I prioritize? And try thinking of, you know, maybe five to 10 things and then write them down. And keeping in mind when you do this that it is much easier to say what you should value Um, that's pretty easy. We get it. We should value things like honesty and integrity. And those are wonderful values. If I'm not saying don't use those, but I'm saying try to think a little bit deeper because it's a lot more fulfilling to know and accept what is most valuable to you as an individual. And it takes a lot more effort. So make sure you're writing these things down. I'm a huge fan of writing things down and even reading it out loud to yourself That gives your brain something tangible to hold on to and say, oh yeah, that makes sense or this doesn't. And so try to also clear your mind and really try to go into this from a standpoint of I'm going to learn something new about myself. I'm going to get curious, not conclusive, which means you're going to ask questions and you're not going to assume that it's too late for you or that you can start over or you have a set of defined values, I want you to open your mind and say, I'm going to see what I can learn about myself today and how I'd like to navigate the world. And remembering that values, you know, in my opinion, they're not something you should really kind of like select from a list. So don't Google values and say, oh, that one sounds good. Yeah, that that I want to do that. I mean, if you need a list to get you started or to get you thinking, that's okay. But really try to develop your own list and really see what you discover and reveal about yourself through life experiences because that's really how you start to define what's important to you is based on your life experience because if something happens, say a relationship ends and that person cheated on you and that was extremely hurtful and you you know, you know, said, I would never date anybody again that does that nor would I ever do that to myself – So loyalty, trust, those are values that you know are important to you because when they were, when they were tested or taken for granted, that really hurt you. So that would be a life experience that could start to help to define your value system. And as you go through this, I want you to also think about what what we call sort of peak experiences. So try to think about meaningful moments or moments that stand out. Think about what was happening to you, what was going on, and what values were you honoring at this time or what values were you not honoring. And I think it's important because sometimes knowing what you don't want is just as important as knowing what you do want. And do you see the importance of writing this stuff down? Because I'm going to give you quite a few directions coming up. And I want you to be able to go back and then have like one master list that you've created that you feel really good about. And so when I said honoring, think about values that you weren't honoring. Consider a time that maybe you got angry or frustrated or upset. And then think about it. What was going on? What were you feeling? And 
kind of flip your feelings around and say, what values were I was I not honoring? And that's also how you know what's important to you moving forward. Maybe you were treated really poorly, so it's important for you to treat other people with respect. Um, the third thing I want you to consider is, and this is one of my favorites, I really want you to consider what's most important in your life, you know, beyond your basic needs, right? So beyond shelter and things like that, I really want you to start thinking with an open mind and what in your life do you need to, to feel fulfillment? If you don't know, that's okay. Think about your life experiences. Think about what made you feel passionate and inspired. If you haven't had any of those experiences yet, start trying new things. And that's how you figure out what makes you feel fulfilled. You know, and for a lot of people, it's things like creative self-expression, maybe being healthy and vital, a sense of excitement and adventure or surrounded by nature. Maybe you love always learning and you want to go back to school. And so... When you start to define what's most important to you to feel fulfilled, I want you to then kind of attach a value that goes with that. And so maybe I'll I'll tell you mine. So for me, it was part of it was starting this podcast, but another thing I'm working on is writing. And I'm writing a book and working on some guided journaling. Uh, for people. And so what personal value must I honor to continue that fulfillment? That's discipline for me. And it's self-compassion for me. And so those are two values that I hold in high regard because I can be disciplined and soft with myself at the same time, which means if I can give that to myself, I can also give it to other people and understand their journey. And when you start to get these answers and you're, you know, you're moving along and you're starting to create some life experiences and understand what fulfills you, I want you to take that and and basically make that your master list of personal values. And so, you know, I think a good number to shoot for might be between 20 and 40. I don't know. If you only have 10, that's okay because I really want these to just be important to you. And so what I want you to do, though, is you should have this really big list, and that's a lot. So I want you to start to group these things into kind of related themes. So values like, say, accountability, responsibility, and discipline, those are all things kind of timeline related, right? Other values like maybe learning, Um, developing growth, those relate to each other as well. And so start to put them in groups um, and group them together because then what I want you to do, step four here, I feel like we're on step 56, but I think it's really step four. Um, Then what I want you to do is start to highlight kind of the central theme of each group. And so integrity might be a central value, but you could have other values on your list around it, like transparency, being candid with people, being authentic, being direct. And so the the general theme of that is integrity. You want to be a person with integrity. And, you know, you can keep the other words in, but what I'm really looking for is like one defined self, um, like master list of values for you. And so that's how you start to determine your top what we call your personal core values. And these personal core values are going to be what helps you navigate the world. And this is kind of the hardest part because after whittling these down and finding the central themes of things, I want you to ask yourself a few questions. 
And those questions are, number one, what values on this list and this jumbled journal mess that I have right now are essential to my life? What do I need? And then what values represent my primary way of being? So my self-identity and how I want to navigate this world. And the third question is, what values are essential to supporting myself? So those are three questions if you look at it. Which values are essential? So what are most important? What values represent your primary way of being? So your self-identity, how in like if you're at the grocery store just doing like mundane errands, those are kind of like your primary way of being. So, um, you know, kind of like how you interact day to day. And what values are also essential to supporting your inner self? And here's why that's important. Because we should give ourselves the same kind of grace and understanding that we give other people. And having a separate but together defined list of values to support yourself is what keeps you giving yourself love and compassion acceptance, but also some accountability and some discipline. And that's what you want. And and guys, this is how we start to define you as a unique individual. Because you do, you possess certain strengths and weaknesses, and it's your values. Those are the things that matter most to you. So I have a lot of people say after I go through this, okay, so how many should I end up with? Because you're right, if you've got just like one or two, that's not going to capture all the unique dimensions of your being. And then too many It's just going to get all jumbled and mumbled and it's not going to be a clear path of how you want to navigate the world. And so I would say, you know, it tends to be different for everybody, but that good kind of magic range tends to be what I recommend would be between five and ten. So between five and ten really core personal values. And what that does is it keeps you accountable and you can even rank those in order of importance and you know, you may need to like walk away and I always recommend this, like put it down for the day, walk away and come back to it and then take a peek at it. And remembering that this is, I want this to be a creative process for you. I want it to be one that's not what society thinks you should be or do. I want it to be one, it's an opportunity to start to create your unique self, what makes you you and how you navigate this world. And so, you know, I guess a few a few tips that I always tell people when you put it down and come back, don't forget to use inspiring words. Don't forget to use romantic words. Really romanticize this and give yourself an, an opportunity to get emotional and get invested in this because the more emotional and romanticized you can make this, the more meaning and memorable they're going to be. So your brain's going to remember, you know, when you're faced with somebody that's really testing your character and you really want to snap back, but you know that's not the right choice, your brain's going to remember, hey, we made a commitment to ourselves to respect ourselves first and foremost. And me going after this person or me engaging in this high-risk behavior is disrespecting myself and I'm not going to do that because when you get your your list of values remember you're making a commitment to yourself to let them guide you and so when you're faced with a difficult decision or you're put in maybe a high risk situation and you're feeling pressure from other people to give into it 
remember that you committed to maybe respect yourself or honor yourself with integrity. And so you just giving in and engaging in a high-risk behavior or going after somebody is a direct departure from what you said you were going to be. And so don't forget to, you know, don't be afraid to get emotional. And then play to your strengths, right? Because we all, have, like I said, we all have strengths and weaknesses. So don't be afraid to play to the, like to play to those and let them guide you as who you want to be. And then once you feel like you've created this, I want you to, yeah, walk away from it again and kind of think about it. Let life experience come in and these, these can be changing. So if you have a different life experience five, 10 years down the road and you're like, gosh, I really thought I had this value in place, but this doesn't feel good anymore. And I really think I'd rather do this. That just means you're growing as a human. So don't be afraid to let your value system ebb and flow as well. And, you know, I want you to kind of check in with yourself on a day-to-day basis and say, okay, how am I doing with this? I've got this great list of five to 10 values. I want you to check in and hold yourself accountable and say, how am I doing navigating the world as this awesome person that I've created and committed to be? Because when you start to make decisions after you commit to a value system, um, you, you want things to kind of play out the way that you feel proud of. And so Remember that the decisions you're going to be making, your values is what keeps this vision of you alive. So when you face a difficult decision, I I hope that these values bring a sense of clarity to your decision making because you've committed to who you want to be and how you want to behave both for yourself and both while interacting with other people. And you've got to prioritize yourself, guys. You've got to prioritize and be proud of who you are. And as long as you're conducting yourself in a way that you feel good about and you have confidence in, there's no right or wrong way to do this. I will say the wrong way to do this is to just take in what society and social media tells you you should be because that's the easy way out and it's not authentic. So if you're feeling out of alignment and off center, I want you to say, have I created who I am? Have I made the self-identity and placed value on the kind of person that I want to be or am I just kind of going with the flow because if you're feeling sluggish and off center and like you're not making great choices I would tell you odds are you've not done this and so listen to this podcast a couple of times if you need to because I know I've put a lot of direction in here but if you can commit to this process and be open to creating an awesome version of yourself based on commitment and what's important to you, you'd be surprised at how much clarity it can bring to where your life needs to go or really where you want it to go. And I can't tell you enough how creating a value system is the foundation to navigating this world in a way that feels authentic and way calmer, way less chaos, and way less second-guessing yourself. So I hope that helps. If you guys have questions, please email me at whatsnextwithlisa at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram or Twitter at whatsnextwithlisa. And don't forget to prioritize yourself. Take care of yourself. Prioritize yourself. That is not selfish. That is smart. You cannot give what you don't have. So until next time, Empty Nexters, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and I will talk to you soon.